LTDA, the official podcast. Hello and welcome to the LTDA official podcast. I'm Steve McNamara, the General Secretary of the LTDA. And over the course of these episodes, we're looking at a variety of aspects surrounding the cab trade. Do make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can get each episode automatically. Word of mouth is also good. Share it on social media, in the cab, or if you get time, in the pub to people. On this episode, given that it's the end of the year, we thought we'd take a look back at the biggest stories that have dominated the cab trade over the year and those that are particularly current and likely to still be high on the agenda in 2020. There could be many, many more issues, but these are the ones that we think. So joining me for basically the mother of all cab chats is Perry Richardson from Taxi Point. Perry, welcome. Tell us about Taxi Point. Hi there. So, yeah, I'm Perry Richardson. Um, I edit Taxi Point, which is a UK industry publication. Um, you can find us online. Uh, we've got monthly Digimag, but you can keep up to date with everything that's happening around the UK. And so what do you think has been the biggest story of the year, if I need ask? Well, it's got to be Uber, hasn't it? It's got to be. It's been an ongoing situation throughout the year, and it's sort of come to head now with the, them losing the licence in, in November. How's that, do you think, is going to... I'll, I'll give my input how mm. I think it's going to play out. And you, I'll tell you what, you go first. You tell me how you think it's going to play out, and then I'll, I'll give you... I, I know a little bit more than, than yeah, most, but I don't enough. know a lot. So what do you? how do you think it's going to well, play out? Well, at the moment, it's mirroring exactly how it how it panned out the first time. So it's going to go to court. TfL don't really want to make a decision. Let's go to court. The thing is, this time around, we've sort of learned what's going to happen and what the arguments are going to be. And it was very much left at, OK, we won't do it again. Now, this time around, it's going to be very different because they've got nowhere to go with that argument. A lot more proof has been stacked up within them. Was it 18 months or 20 months by that by that point? And it's still, still a few more months to go before, the actually, before it actually starts, so who knows what else is going to happen. But I think it's going to be a very different kettle of fish this time around than the first time. Yeah, but look, i got, I got to tell you, I think you're spot on. If it gets to the Magistrates' Court, and I, I think it will, I, don't, I can't see TfL giving them a licence before. If it gets to the Magistrates' Court, it's a scenario of, uh, hello, Governor, remember us? Mm. We were here a couple of years ago, and uh, look, I know we promised you lots of stuff, and, and yeah, we did mean it, but look, this time we really mean it. Yeah. Um, the narrow recidivists. And you've got to remember that magistrates hear this every day, don't they? It's the same shoplifters. It's the same, you know, drink drivers. It's the same people time and time again, the recidivists who pitch up. And uh, they don't like it. Courts don't like it. And uh, Uber promised the earth back in 2018 in June at Westminster. I sat there and listened to it. And they haven't delivered. So will the LTTA be an interested party this ah, time as well? well that's a, obviously, we've we've written once again to the court. We represent approaching 50% of the cab trade. We've also got the, the cab trade's wider interests. This is a very typical, topical, sorry is the right word, it's a very topical, it's typical, but it's a very topical um, subject for London. We're a part of that. It's our members that have to face them driving the wrong way down one-way streets. It's our members that have to deal with the, the throwback and the consequences of the pollution and the congestion that they create and all of the safety issues because... All right, we've got a vested interest, but it's our city. These are our customers. These are our streets that, that uh, basically they're running wild on. So we're, we will, we've made some very unique legal points that we don't think the TfL have made, and we think that we should be allowed to make those to the courts. We should be able to make those representations to the court and to make the court aware of issues that TfL may not. 
Um, so yes, we've we've sent those letters off. I'm certainly keeping lawyers employed. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, when they all smile when they see you, and we're you know we're doing just that. What else? What else do you think's the big issue of the year? Um, big issue in London. Well, I mean, obviously. EV is very much the hot topic as people make that move. Um, the big topic on Taxi Point, I know that much, is charging and how that's sort of evolving. Um, in charging, terms. charging passengers? Or? Oh, sorry, char- char- charging your electric taxi. So whether it be charging at home or charging on the street, what types of charges, learning about charging, it's pretty much every week. And you've got to look on social media um, that drivers are experiencing lack of maintenance, lack of enforcement, lack of numbers of charges. So I, I can see that it's been a big topic this year, but I can see that being an ongoing um, thing As we get more electric well. cabs. 100%, yeah. And you think that's going to be a, an election issue? We've got a mayoral election in May next year. Current incumbent, Sadiq Khan. It's got to be said, uh, look, the LTDA are totally apolitical. Mm. And we support, you know, politicians from various parties. And, and in the last week with the general election, I, I've been out campaigning with Tory MPs, Labour MPs and, and Lib Dems because we're supporting the person. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be said that Sadiq stood up to Uber, as we've said earlier. Um, he's the odds-on favourite to win. And do you think charging points for us and the public is going to be an issue, a mayoral election issue? 100%. Um, as again, as more people make that move, not just our industry, but other industries whether it be deliveries or and the general public um, especially in suburban areas it will become a more and more of an issue um, and if you look at his competition in terms of in the elect- election with um, Sean Bailey he started very very well in terms of his message to taxi drivers about well, when he first when he was first the, um, the candidate but just this week in terms of when, when this um, Uber decisions come out it's just slightly gone back to that old conservative way again in thinking. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out um, up to in, into the lead up. And I think he's if if he I think he's burnt his bridges with the cab trade. I'm afraid uh, with the comments he made. I mean, obviously we accept that he was looking to target the mayor, so they can mm. find trying to criticise the mayor. Um, but the overt support that he was showing for Uber, being aware of the damage that they've caused you know, pollution-wise, congestion-wise, and the way they treat their workers, uh, it's, it's quite astounding, really, that, uh, that he would have been so vociferous. What do you think has been the biggest the biggest change in, in, in the last year that's affected the cab train, other than electric vehicles? Yeah, so it's, it's all to do with technology, I guess. So adding internet to tech, that, that sort of way of thinking is, is the credit card. So everyone's been mandated that. Um, you're now driving around, so you're not getting as many people come into the, the window instead uh, so their first question is where they want to where can you take me here not do you take cards yeah. so i think that's a big selling point for the industry now um, that we've not had before that there's an expectation that everyone will and i don't think there's from what i'm aware of from tfl um that there's no big problem in terms of cabbies rejecting uh, card payments or anything like that now so there's a public awareness of what we do and expectation and I think that's going to be a good thing yeah I, I've got to say I, you know, I, I totally 110% agree with you I think the biggest two changes in the cab trade the two positive changes has been our acceptance of cards and, and our adoption of, of modern vehicles I think that's going a long way uh, with customers I mean I was slaughtered uh, when the credit card mandate first came in I had uh, to be fair it wasn't many members but I had a lot of non-members and the more vociferous 
mm. uh, people within the trade that we should have jailed the decision. Why should I be giving credit to bankers? Why should I have to have the credit card machine in the back? Why should I have to take cards? And I've got to say, I think they've gone away now. Um, the, the only real issue is the percentage you pay to the card providers. But there's so many alternatives now, and some of them, are, as, as you know, as little as 2%. Um, that's gone away. And uh, I've got to say, I, I think the, it, it, you're absolutely right. It's been a major success for the trade. What you're getting now is you, the reason that you're not getting people to ask you if you take cards is because they know. Mm, and yep. how many people are in the cab who wouldn't have been in the cab? Um, yep. I think it's been a, it's been our saving grace, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's further endeared us to Londoners because our once-a-year riders, you know, the people who used to get in the cab for the Christmas party, remember the ones who could never find oh, their yeah. way out, who couldn't <laughs> open the door? <laughs> remember them struggling to get out? Um, they now know that they can jump in a cab with no cash. Uh, they're not going far, but they can touch their card. So now maybe them, and I think it's true, them once-a-year riders and now twice-a-year riders and possibly three times-a-year yeah. riders. Well, I think those drivers as well that maybe had voiced an opinion against it have found that as well in yeah. terms of there's not the aggro that you get um, with people falling asleep and they get to the other end drunk and they haven't got cash on them and you've got all that. Whereas now, contactless, if you've got your card, right, just tap it, go. And that, and that's for the problem passengers. But, I mean, that's that's a rarity anyway, but... Yeah, it's been a, I think it's been a really, real good positive for the team. Princeton Arsenal's, it's been a very good year. Um, <laughs> well, that, on that part, it certainly has. Fares, we didn't get a fare increase in April as we normally get. Mm. There's been all sorts of problems with it. I'm now told that it's coming, we'll get it in January, so just the early part of uh, 2020. Big arguments from various groups. We did a, a survey, a member's survey, and most members wanted a fare increase. Most members wanted to keep the fare structure roughly as it was with the three tariffs. There's all sorts of, you've heard. Obviously through taxi point, what have you found that people are saying? Do they, are they supporting a fare increase? Do they want it? Do they not? What, what are you finding now? So, I mean, looking at historical data as well, I mean, I used to do surveys with something called Ask POB and, and fare increases and what people wanted with the tariffs was one of the big things we used to ask. And it's, it seems to be very stable that people's opinions don't really change. People want tariff free three and four to, to stay but to remain competitive so they want that just to stay as it is try and get more people using taxis in and out in and out throughout throughout that time period but equally during the day it, it does need to remain competitive so again in slight increases with the living what standard living wage um i think is a must and i personally as a driver um taking stepping away from taxi point I would support something that just follows, um, like it does at the moment, the cost index, a slight increase. Well, we, we've got a problem coming because once we've got, as you know, the, the, the cab trades fare basket is based on cost of vehicle, insurance, fuel, fuel plays a big part, and, and, and that, if they work out our fares from there. Well, obviously, as we move to more and more electric ZEC vehicles going forward, that's all going to have to be recalculated how it's done. Any thoughts on how we should do it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> That's the big question. I mean, there's still there's still a lot of uncertainty um, in terms of yes, as a as a zero emission uh, driver, yes, I'm saving money on fuel. But let's get five years down the line and see where the maintenance is. Let's see. I mean, we don't know how much batteries are going to cost. Yeah, we don't know. You don't know what the cab's going to be worth in five years' well, time. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I went for a factory tour, and they're using the same technology that they build supercars with. So it's not some random bloke that's going to be 
sort of bodging your cab up anymore. So let, let's see what it is further down the line. Hopefully, hopefully it's ch- cheap and by all means pass that cost on to the customers. But as it stands at the moment, I think it's um, it a wait and see. Fix it. Exactly. I've, I've got a suggestion as to how we should do it, and this is not LTDA policy. It's just something that I've, I've been mulling over, and, and I've heard other people say it as well. One of the ways that we could do the cost basket, instead of having to take the insurance and work out how much it's gone up and the fuel and the cost of tyres and all that we used to do, we could make it much simpler. We could take a, a random survey of 10 garages mm. as to what they charge to rent a cab. So what's it cost to rent? Ten-year-old cab, five-year-old cab, two-year-old cab, one-year-old cab yeah. from ten garages. Get that figure. Come out with an average, and then we could use how that changes every year to work out because they're not, you know, these, these figures sort of roughly stay in line with inflation and stuff. Perhaps that's the way that we could do it. Maybe good yeah. idea. Yeah, very good idea. I'll get to tell them if one was your <laughs> idea. Then um, look, we've got some big issues coming up. We've got the Uber licensing. We've got an election. Let me give you some good news. The numbers on the knowledge are up. Excellent. People who are signing on are up, so that means that we're going to have a dip. Why do you think the numbers on the knowledge are up? I think it goes back to what we're talking about now. There's more positivity within the industry. Um, we've, we've sort of made that transition now in terms of, right, there's new competition or new, t- new technology, if you like, through minicabs. But we've found our feet in terms of how to compete against that now. So you're finding a lot more positivity on social media. Um, you're getting a louder voice on social media from uh, from the outside well as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just think it's uh, the industry is back on the up again, and that is being seen through through the numbers on the knowledge as well. We're here to stay. We're here to stay, 100%. We're definitely here to stay. Yep. Biggest threat to the cab trade, biggest issues, and I guess you're going to say... I, well, yeah, there's, well, there's two for, for me. Um, it's going to be traffic, 100% traffic, and also the charge, going back to the charging. Um, as you we can't make that charge, move. you can't work. Exactly. So if there's queues or anything like that, then it's, it's, it's eating into our profits. So um, Time is money. Exactly. But, yeah, traffic, obviously, you can have all the charge you want in your taxi, but if you can't actually move anywhere or get anywhere, you're not going to make any money. So the two go hand in hand in terms of our biggest threats going forward. Right, so if, I think it's fair to say, look, do you think we've had a good year? I don't mean necessarily money-wise or, or earnings-wise, although I think it's... It, it, you yeah, tell me. Yeah. Um, but do you think that not 2019... Oh, look, I mean, we had some terrible years, didn't we? Going back to 2015. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, God, it was dire. Yeah. Um, 2019, how's it been? And what's your prediction for 2020 for the cab tribe? Uh, I think you, you some 2019, that was a positive year? Definitely. It's, it's, it's moving forwards. And that, I think that's something we, we haven't been able to say... Um, I mean, you can go back to 2012 when the Olympics and all the bus lanes. That's for when it first Zill started. Lanes. Exactly. And... And you mentioned two, uh, 2015, but you might have had a few cab drivers feeling a little bit negative after the last court case with Uber. Now we go into this new one uh, with Uber, and there's just there's more. We're more prepared as an industry going forwards now. But whether it be the technology that we use, the vehicles we drive, um, what More we can attitude. offer to our attitude, yeah, and and what we can offer to the customers. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a steady, steady increase. Don't get me wrong; I don't think it's going to go. We're going to get everything we want in the next year or anything like that. And there Please, should, there should be that expectation. But if the industry keeps offering the service that it does, keeps improving in terms of the technology and what what people what what customers want, yeah, it's going to keep keep going forwards. 
Do you know what? It's funny because you and I have been sitting here and the word that you've used and I hear constantly now from cab drivers, is quite incredible. They talk about customers and customer service and how different that is. I mean, I've, I've been in this game 35 years mm. and there was never customers or customer services. It was all about oh, yeah. me going out to earn a living. You was doing them a favour. And uh, well, it was quite as bad as that. <laughs> but, no, it was. But now everybody is aware yeah. of, of the changes yeah. and, and 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 I think everyone's trying to give a, a you know a better service and and I think that, that that's what's winning. You, you you agree? You think that's what's what, that's what's doing it? it? Is that word customer service? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, again, I keep using that word hundred percent. It's uh, it's. Uh, I could keep saying at the end of the day, which is the popular one. Yeah. Yeah, customer service. I mean, that's, that's what customers want. They, they want. They want all the modern. They want. They, I mean, they get into, into the electric taxis. They, we're in. We're interested in what customers want. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's incredible. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And and it's great. Yeah. And um, I think it it takes us forward. Finally, apps. Mm. Lots of controversy over our apps. Yeah. Fifteen percent they're charging yeah. now. Are you on the apps? What do you think? I'm on the apps, um, but. It's driver choice at the end of the day. Um, I don't have to be on the apps. Um, if they ever get to a stage where I think it's far too much, I, I won't use them. It's as simple as that. Um, or there'll be another competition that comes along and think, right, there's a market there. That's far too much. Let's, let's, let's go in there and use that we'll, we'll, take that, we'll take all that business there. So there always remain competi- there'll always be competition in that, um, in, in that element. So... I think it's in their own best interest that they don't outprice themselves. So, yeah, it's choice. It comes down to choice. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, I speak to them and I constantly tell them that. Um, but I think that's just randomly coming from you like that is is spot on. Cab drivers have got the choice, and if they keep putting prices up, we just won't use them, mm. and it will be their loss as well as our loss. It has to be mm. said. They need to they need to think long and hard, and they need to. I think it just ties in with everything you're saying about changing drivers attitudes hmm. we're aware of customer service but equally we're not going to be ripped off for providing it yeah yeah um let's end on a 100 percent positive <laughs> note your prediction for the uber licensing appeal i think it's gonna be a long one i do think i don't think it's going to be a simple appeal process but i think we will win it this time i think that's, that's, well, london will win london will win yeah i'm going to say we yeah london will win um and the industry, not just our industry, but min- the, the private hire industry as well, because they'll be because the, they've suffered from this as well. So let's bring a, a fair industry back to the back to the table. A fair industry, F A R E, a fair industry. <laughs> right, Perry, thanks very much. No Brilliant. That's it for this episode. Do make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so that you can receive the next episode automatically. If you want more details on the LTDA or you want to get in touch, you can visit our website, which is www.ltda.co.uk. If you want to contact us or specific information, you can email us at info at ltda.co.uk. We'll see you next time. Thank you and goodbye.